It is a Thursday. This is the 10th day of June. And we're ready for another edition of Tidbits. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Dale. Good to see you. How you doing, buddy? Oh, just dandy. Just dandy. <laughs> Good. You know, we've talked about cicadas quite a bit this season. Yes, we have. The White House press plane was delayed several hours due to cicadas. Really? Yeah. Well, I saw one landed on President Biden's <laughs> neck. Yeah. Would have been funny if he would have really panicked and you know. <laughs> started. Get it off! Get it off! Ah! He kind of seemed oblivious to it. I mean, you know, he was like. The uh, departure of the charter plane carrying members of the press corps to Europe to cover the president's first foreign trip was delayed for seven hours after cicadas invaded the engine. Oh, wow. And caused mechanical issues. Wow. That plane was set to take off from Dulles International in Virginia at 9 p.m. Tuesday night, but it didn't leave until nearly 4 a.m. yesterday morning. Wow. That's a bunch of cicadas. That is. Now, locally, I've not really no seen anything. No. But I'm sure if you travel about the county, you probably would see some cicadas. Now, I saw an article on cnet.com that the brood X cicadas are so abundant they're showing up on weather radar no kidding yeah well there must have been enough to really cause issues with the plane yeah i just uh, some people are mistaking their buzzy mating noises for car alarms <laughs> wow and they have it circled around the uh, dc area where you know it's yeah this glob of green that shows up as cicadas. Oh, that ain't rain, folks. That ain't rain. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> this um, says cover your mouth when you talk. New research claims that chatting is more likely to spread the COVID virus than coughing or sneezing. See, we've been floundering ever since this all started, really. Okay. You know, we just floundered, floundered. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Six feet apart, blah, blah, blah. Right. Plexiglass. Yes. You know. Yes. Now, you know, talking's more likely to spread it than coughing or sneezing. <laughs> you know? Conversations with friends, family, colleagues, or other members of the community pose the greatest danger, this says. Researchers suggest that masks should be worn in offices, shops, vehicles, and other confined spaces. This can reduce risk of infection more than eightfold if both individuals are covered. So if you're in a conversation. Ah. I've seen people in their car solo with their mask on. Okay. We saw a dude riding a bike through town yesterday with a mask on. Okay. Cool, man. I guess if you're... You're okay with wearing a mask? Great. Yeah. You know, I just, I never have gotten very comfortable wearing a mask. So, that just talks normal conversation, spreads it more than a cough or a sneeze. So, right now, you and I should have our, have our mouths yeah. over, yeah. over our mouth. Okay. Have our hands over our mouth. Kind of like we're in a baseball game. They always yeah. cover their mouth with right. a mitt. Right. Yeah. So, we'll just, we'll just go around talking like this. With her. Or we'll just do it like that. <laughs> Morning, Dale. How are you, buddy? Good to have you. 
I did see something. Let me see if I can find it. Because it is, it's talking about all the plexiglass that's in place. Mm -hmm. And the report uh, indicated that uh, really that's not doing much good at all. I got it. Okay. Plexiglass is everywhere, but there's no evidence, no evidence that it helps prevent the spread of coronavirus. Sales of plexiglass tripled to roughly $750 million in the U.S. after the pandemic hit. As offices, schools, restaurants, and retail stores sought protection from droplets that health authorities suspected were spreading COVID. But not a single study has shown the plexiglass actually stops the spread of virus. Now, okay, it makes sense, yeah. right? I mean, if we had a piece of pe- yeah. it would make sense yeah. that we couldn't spit it, on each it other. It wouldn't go over there, you wouldn't think. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't go all the way to the ceiling. Right. So I suppose it can go over. I think the real crime here is that we weren't smart enough to jump into a, a company that makes plexiglass and buy stock in them. Because it's right when over. they announced yeah. this. Oh, we should have. <laughs> I just you know I never understood you know the people with the face mask, and then they wouldn't have a mask under that. It, it was just a covering of their face. Yeah. But then there's the bottom of it. Right. You know, that's open. Right. Uh, there's just been so much of it. That, I know. And hopefully we'll. But I would have to think that the plexiglass is better than nothing, well, right? I, I mean, think. you would think. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess we could tr- just constantly continue to wear a mask. Because it really did set back the flu this season. You know, yeah. with all the you know yeah. the way things went. You know, we talked uh, before about planes and might start weighing passengers. <laughs> the uh, weight rule could uh, result in more flyers getting bumped from flights and more baggage delays. Oh. The FAA is requiring updates to passenger and baggage weight estimates. I think they, didn't we say they were based on 1950 or 60 figures? Yeah. You know, the, yeah. The average male was a buck forty. <laughs> five six, hundred and forty pounds. Including overcoat and hat. Yes. You know. <laughs> oh, we were a scrappy bunch. <laughs> Each airline must submit a plan by Saturday explaining which average weights for passengers and baggage they'll use and how they estimate those weights. Airline officials say the weight estimates used for passengers and baggage are going up between 5 and 10%. So that could result in some flights requiring that more passengers get bumped or more baggage left behind. If you leave your baggage Great. behind, what do you do? You say to yourself, I paid $697 for this. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm thankful that, uh, you know, my flight was when it was because it was still low airfare. Now it's going way up. Yeah. yeah. Well, someone just texted in a very good question. Okay. Going back to the plexiglass story. Okay. If plexiglass doesn't work, why do they use sneeze guards? Because that's, a, you know, it's salad bars and stuff. Right, right. I guess it keeps it from directly, you know, going on there. Right. Doesn't mean that I don't know. There's no answer. 
if you overthink it, you'd never go anywhere. Okay? You just wouldn't. You're right. You wouldn't. You, know? you wouldn't ever do anything. Yeah. You know, you'd never grab a salad. You'd never go anywhere. You'd never pass a dollar bill over the, you know, you'd, you'd just be a recluse. Because you 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 turn into a pure germaphobe if you really... Th- I mean, I'm more of a germaphobe now than I was mm-hmm. because of this. Sure. I never thought much about a lot of stuff. Now it's like... <laughs> it's, it's 6.30. We do have a look at news with Karen. Uh, glance at our weather, too. Warmer temperatures are ahead. We'll yep. have details coming up. This is Tidbits. a Thursday, here's a woman that um, really did a nice job. She spent 16 hours gluing down 7,700 pennies to decorate her bathroom floor. It looks really cool. looks pretty cool, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. She uh, posted a TikTok video of the renovation at her home in West Hollywood, California. It's already got more than 20 million views. She glued the one-cent coins down on top of the existing wood effect tile. She then sealed the floor with 300 bucks worth of glue. Mm. She joked $77 that no one can ever spend again. Tough break, lady, because after the process was complete, <laughs> one of her followers claimed to have spotted a valuable vintage coin in the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> a 1943 <laughs> copper alloy penny, which sold for $82,500 in 1996. What's wrong with you, lady? Oh, my gosh. She admitted since posting the video to TikTok, she learned that she may have made a very big mistake by not checking the pennies prior to permanently adhering them to her floor. (laughs) She had no idea that a penny could be so valuable. And there are at least eight wheat pennies upside down, so they can't even check the year on those. Wouldn't you go through their, I mean, if $82,500. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and Lord knows what else is under there. I mean, I guess you don't, uh, you know, maybe people don't really check coins much anymore, but you run across wheat pennies and in this case, this 1943 copper alloy penny, you've got, uh, you know. You could have built a an entirely new bathroom and kitchen. <laughs> Actually, probably bought a new house, at least in this neck of the woods. Right. For what that penny's worth. Right. Just unbelievable. But it looks great. <laughs> I don't. But know again, I mean, feel. you're talking what seventy seven hundred pennies on yeah. the floor. I mean, seventy seven bucks. That's a lot of pennies. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot painstakingly putting every penny in there looks great i don't know what it'd feel like to stand on wouldn't it be slippery you know, I, I don't know man would it smell Does pennies have a smell like wouldn't it smell i, I don't know man how do you clean it <laughs> right now i'd be thinking about how i can dig it up so i can get that penny <laughs> that's <laughs> It'd be terrible to know that you've got a penny in there worth that. Right. Here's a a guy in Florida trying to mail a package. 
found an alligator inside the lobby of the post office. Jeez. <laughs> now, how do they get in there? The guy called police who say the seven-foot gator got in through the post office's automatic double doors that lead to the lobby. Might not be a good idea to have those in Florida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on in, whatever you are. Man, woman, child, predator, it's fine. A trapper was called to the post office, was able to safely remove the alligator. What do you suppose a guy in Florida makes for being a trapper? I don't know. You know? I don't know. I think you get called quite a bit, depending on where you are, to get these things. Yeah. Snakes, all the other things that you deal with. I just... And what makes you just... uh, Do you figure out at age five you want to be a trapper of gators? (laughs) You know, I just... When does that hit you? I don't know, man. I can't imagine that... I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> this uh, from Milwaukee, where a woman admitted to setting her sleeping husband on fire because she believed he poisoned her chicken wings. Okay. She's 29 years old, waited for her spouse to fall asleep, then lit his head on fire at their home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> was rushed to a local hospital with severe burns to his chest, head, ears, hands, neck, and face. Man. She was arrested on several charges. She told police she suspected him earlier in the day of putting poison on her chicken wings. I just... uh, So you light the dude on fire. (laughs) Come on, man. I don't know what goes on in people's minds. You know, you've had incidents like this, hot grease, you know, dumping hot grease. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, a, you know. Gosh. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. I discovered that a uh, hunter slash trapper. Okay. As a profession. All right. They average 33000 a year. You know. I suppose, you know, you probably uh, get some benefits from that. Like, you know, the large snakes caught, perhaps you can eat. Yeah. Tastes like chicken, you know. <clears throat> so it's not a wealthy profession, you know, by any stretch. Right. But uh, very well needed, especially like in Florida. Absolutely. Gosh, I just can't imagine. Like, you're going to mail something. There's a giant alligator. It's chilling. <laughs> and it's like, is that alligator... Since he's not in his normal, is he agitated? You know what I mean? Is he like? So in Florida, would you have to like carry a backpack and in it like chicken legs and so forth to, you know, kind of a distract, distract them? them. Yeah. Here you go, buddy. So everyone walks around, they smell like chicken. <laughs> Got a backpack full of Colonel's original. <laughs> Here's a uh, mysterious substance that stained people's feet on beaches in Maine. Turns out it was bugs. What? Environmental officials started investigating after multiple visitors to the beach reported the bottoms of their feet had been stained by a black substance that was difficult to wash off. Was initially thought to be algae, 
but it turned out to be just a whole bunch of dead bugs in the water. Gross. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What's going on in Maine? Ugh. Why are they dead? And you're stepping in it, okay? And it's staining your feet. Right. There's so many that are dead. Is this normal? Must not be. <laughs> okay? It's, I guess I'd be wondering what's killing these bugs. Is this normal? Must not be. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they would have known about it. Yeah. It would have happened in another year. There's something not going on there that's quite right. Yeah. And finally, a homeless man is facing felony charges after he broke into a Pennsylvania couple's apartment while they were on vacation. Oh, boy. Slept in their bed, and he took two of their cats. <laughs> What's he doing with their cats? <laughs> Police were called by the couple after they returned home. They found that someone had broken into their apartment and threw their things all about. They told police that the person had used toothpaste to write a curse word on their mirror, and their two cats were gone. The couple also reported that someone had been sleeping in their bed because their bed was made when they left and they returned, all the blankets were gone. Police say witnesses who lived in the apartment building claimed a guy, Austin Schaefer, was the one responsible for the break-in. He claimed he entered the apartment to get out of the weather because he's homeless. He explained that he heard the cats meowing and thought they were abandoned and that he was doing a good deed by taking them. They were hanging out in the house like they were just chilling. They're meowing because you got to, like, some stranger rifling around all their stuff. However, several other witnesses Ah. overheard Schaefer bragging about breaking into the place. Mm. So all your neighbors know what's going on, okay? Yeah. What are they doing? Right. Great neighbors, okay? I didn't. I didn't hear anything. I've, I've been at work all this time. I don't. I don't know, officer. <laughs> he was charged with felony burglary and criminal trespass. No report on whether or not they got the cats back or where. Where did he take them? If he has nowhere to go, where's he putting the cats? That's why I'm asking. Why, why is he taking the cats? And what's the deal with the toothpaste on the mirror? A curse word. Okay. What? What's the point? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know man. it's not enough that you're in there on the house, you know. You got to write a curse word on the mirror. This from Miami Beach, where a man jumped on a scooter to chase a teen who stole his Lamborghini. <laughs> wow. He said it was a Lamborghini. Urus, yeah, worth more than two hundred grand. Taken I think that's by the uh, Lamborghini uh, SUV, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, taken by this teenager. Yeah. He jumped on a scooter and chased the kid for several blocks. The fourteen-year-old then parked the SUV on the sidewalk and walked away. He was arrested by the police moments later, and the guy was able to drive his Lamborghini home. Where did he get the scooter? Okay. <laughs> Was it the kid's scooter? Maybe it's just one of those scooters that's laying around. Yeah, yeah. You know, like one of those deals. (laughs) At least he got it back. That's true. That is true. Evidently unharmed, but can you imagine what's going through your thoughts 
when someone's taking your $200,000 vehicle? Well, apparently he saw that it was a kid. No. And he thought, I'm going to thump this kid. <laughs> well, the kid got arrested. Yeah. He got his SUV back. So all was well. No injuries. Nothing. Hmm. So there you go, Matt. Some tidbits. Okay. On a Thursday. Hard to believe we're at the Thursday point of the week. But right. Here we are. So um, we got a day to go. And we'll do that tomorrow. All right, then. We'll see you later. All right, see you, buddy.